Hello, and welcome to episode five of Real Estate in Real Life, my podcast to help new agents. Today is really exciting. We have our first interview of the podcast series. We're going to be talking with a good friend of mine named Tiffany Tew. Tiffany is a young agent in the Houston market. She's been in the business for about two years, and she is a bundle of energy. She's a lot of fun, and she's really doing some great things. Everyone, please welcome my friend, Tiffany. So Tiffany, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, my name is Tiffany Tew. I have served Houston and all surrounding areas for the last two years. Still in the game, still learning, and always very happy to do so. Great. And are you on a on a team, uh, uh, on a loosely affiliated team or a tight team? I work with a loosely affiliated team, which works great with my working style. Okay. And uh, what made you choose that team? So I was actually referred to the team that I am in today through a close uh, friend of mine. And I have a lot of trust in that person. And then, you know, once I went through the person I met in person and kind of like interviewed each other, because that's the way you should do it. Always interview each other. See if they work for you, work well with you, I mean. Um, and then once I liked everything that I saw and heard, then I joined officially. Okay, great. And uh, what is it that kind of got you into real estate in the first place? So my sister was actually originally in real estate and I was able to see through her and her deals, the potential in it. So it came at a perfect time where my old job was going through an acquisition and that made me want to make the final jump into the new career path. Okay, great. And are you full-time? So I wasn't originally, I went into full-time real estate in last year of August of 2021. Okay. And what made you transition full-time? You just mentioned that uh, your company was going through a transition, but what made you say, you know what, this is my sign? Got it. Well, it actually took about two different situations to really push me into the final destination of where I am now. First was actually getting laid off from my full-time position since the company was going through the acquisition. So that one personally felt like a blessing in disguise since I was like anticipating making that big decision to going full-time real estate. Um, the second one was going through some tough family times where I involved a family member who passed away. And I just need some personal time to like really properly grieve and, you know, without any burdens or responsibilities where I felt that I needed to take care of anybody since I was managing and coaching a set of teams at my old job. Okay. All right. Sounds like it was, uh, the sign was there for you. It was time. Yeah, it really was. Okay. It, it, it kind of just all happened at a very specific time and it worked out, you know, for me. Okay. And are you happy with the choice that you made, the decision to to get into real estate full time? Oh, absolutely. It it really opened a lot of doors for me and it fit my personality a lot. Okay. Well, what do you like best about doing this? So I love the fact that I'm literally working on my own terms and my own hours that I set. So yeah, you may feel like you work all hours, all week, but that's literally on my terms and my business that I'm honing in and dedicating my time to. So I always say like the amount of effort or work that you put towards yourself or your business, that's exactly the results that you're going to get. So if you put in a little, you're going to get a little. You put in a lot, you're going to get a lot. So I hope that makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. It does. But we all know that real estate shouldn't be all time consuming for our lives. We need to have a balance. 
how do you make it so that it doesn't consume your entire life? Google Calendar or any calendar. Like okay. lives, honestly. Okay. So tell me a little bit about how that works for you. How do you use your calendar to to help you? So like I would block out time for like prospecting, time for open houses, time for showings. I even include blocks for commute, you know, depending on whatever traffic it is, lunch, family, working out, you know, uh, having lunch or eating because I'm a big foodie. So I have to eat, you know what I mean? So going out, going to different coffee shops, stuff like that. But Google, honestly, or calendar overall, um, if you don't put the time on there, things can just easily get super chaotic. Okay. How far in advance do you put together a calendar? A month. A month in advance. Okay. <laughs> so if you're doing your prospecting, let's say you set your prospecting for every day at 10 o'clock. Yes. And you find that you're not getting anything to happen. What do you do? I change it. So got to be flexible. Always got to stay on your toes. In the case if I set out a time for 10 a.m. and to do prospecting, but if I had an early appointment that bleeds into that time constantly, or maybe I don't wake up on time, let's just say, right? Um, then I would know like, okay, well, you know, the best time that I realized that I have is 12 p.m. instead. I would go ahead and change that. So always be flexible with your schedule. And, you know, everybody's human, you know, things happen like that. So uh, be ready to always make adjustments and changes to your daily lifestyle, if that's the case. Okay. So here's here's kind of the hard question then. Let's say you have a, a an appointment at 5 p.m. It's a family obligation. You cannot miss this. Right. And someone says, well, that's the only time I can go see houses. How do you handle that? So... If I can't miss it and that's on my family and everything, then I do apologize. I, I I won't be able to do it. I can only reschedule. Let me know when your next availability is going to be. Because um, if they really, really want it, they're going to make it happen. And you just have to explain it to them. You know, be honest because, you know, you you value your time too. You know, if I value right. your time, you're going to value mine. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. So work-life balance and scheduling ahead and flexibility to move things around on your calendar. Yes. Okay. So are you working 24-7? Sometimes it feels like that, but no, no, I'm not. I'm okay. only cutting out time for family, for my doggos, you know, for, you know, you know, for my business as well too, and everything else that I do. So it's not constantly. Okay. Tell me a little bit about the thing that's made the biggest difference in your real estate life, the best influence or the best help that you've gotten. Honestly, oh my goodness, my mentor, he has been the biggest uh, pillar of support that anybody can ask for. Um, everything that I know or all the knowledge that I know now, it's thanks to him. Um, thanks to my team. Thanks to people like you, Philip, you know, like... Um, without you guys, I feel like I wouldn't have all the the knowledge and uh, advantages that I have today, honestly. Okay, that's great. And, and a, a great mentor like that makes such a big difference. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about what he does or how he helps you. Does he, for example, give you leads? Does he help you figure out how to get leads? Does he just, you know, go say, go do this or... How does that work? Um, a little bit of both. So he helps me and shows me how to get more leads. That's first and foremost, because it's very important you know how to do it yourself. 
Two, yes, he does help me. I was partnered with him on several deals and uh, and I got to learn different deals all like from commercial to like residential, how to do rental. He helped me with contracts. He answered any questions. And if he did not know, he'll find it for me. So that way I would know and we'll learn together, right? Because you never stop learning at all walks of life, essentially. Um, and honestly, I forgot where I was going on with this. <laughs> well, basically how he, how he helped you. Oh yeah. yeah. He helped me so much with all that. And, um, he, any, just any question, honestly, and like the support, anything that I would need, he would help me out. I, I really can't even think of anything that he could not help me with, honestly. Okay. And what kind of, so he helped you learn how to generate leads. Tell me a couple of the things that you do to generate leads. Oh, open houses, your people closest around you, like friends and family. Um, I joined ARIA, which is uh, Asian Real Estate Association, um, previous clients and their referrals because you're doing such an awesome job. And um but definitely like constantly networking, going out there, meeting people, talking, calling people, texting, following up. You got to do it all. You know? Okay. Are you paying for leads? No, I am not. I okay. it at one point, but I never got to that point. So thankfully, I'm just naturally getting all the leads coming in right now. Um, but I've heard good things about them. I just never done it myself. Okay. Are you using social media to help you develop leads? Yes. Yes, I am. I'm using mostly Instagram and I have it synced up where it posts everything to Facebook for myself. So both Instagram and Facebook, but definitely uh, social media. I've got uh, several deals through there too. Great. So on your social media, is it all, here's a house that I'm showing, here's this, here's that, it's all 100% real estate or do you actually show your life? Oh, definitely. My life is involved. I know a lot of people do separate like Instagrams for one for business and for one for like personal, but I kind of just integrated them both personally. Um, you'll hear a bunch of people have their own opinions on it, but I like to kind of like make it together because if you just do business, then that's all people think of you and it gets boring. Right. And I really want to show people that I'm doing real estate, but I'm still myself and I'm very relatable. You know, I, I love food. I go out to eat. I work out. I'm trying to get nice and fit and snatch for the summer, stuff like that. <laughs> and like, um, you know, I have animals. I love them. That's my life. And, uh, I'm very family oriented. You know, I, I, love my family. I take care of my family. So I would do anything that I can help them to take care of their own family and how they can succeed in whatever aspect of their life by getting a house or an investment or whatever those sorts. So I, I like to show them a little bit of everything of me. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure that helps you generate leads just by being a relatable person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. People, they just see that she's just another person. They're not afraid to ask me questions or anything like that. And that's what I want. You know, I want people to get familiar and be able to ask me any questions that they have or any concerns that they may have. Sometimes people are just afraid to talk about those things. Right. Okay. So I know that um, when you go on social media, there are probably a thousand agents out there saying, hey, you need to do it like I did it. It's got to be done this way because it worked for me. Absolutely. How do you filter through that noise to choose what works for you and what doesn't? Exactly what you just said. 
they tell me and I, I, I hear them, I acknowledge whatever they state, but then I take bits and pieces of what I think that will work best for me and what I like or what I'm lacking from. And then I just apply it. Okay. Fair enough. Do you have a set of written goals that you use to, to help you decide how much business you're, you're going to do? So when it comes to written, I mostly apply it to my vision board. So that's where I can kind of get my creative juices and like my manifesting going. But if it's in regards to like, let's say, for example, I'm trying to hit, you know, two closings in a month, then I would set that out that I need to make a certain amount of calls in a month or following up or like maybe three separate categories. I need to talk to 10 new people in this month. Mm-hmm. And I need to follow up with at least 20 people that I already know or, you know, or attend five different workshops or something along those lines. So that way, you know, I'm constantly hitting these things and the outputs that I would get would give me the one or two closings or more, you know, in a month. Okay. I know this can get really frustrating when you're kind of looking at things going, how am I going to get to what's on my vision board? How am I going to get all these things done? How am I going to talk to 60 people this month? What happens? How, what do you do to get past that frustration? Honestly, I just kind of push through. I mean, being positive is one thing. Being patient is another. You definitely have to be patient with you, with uh, yourself. You got to be kind to yourself, honestly. Sometimes people are really hard on themselves. Um, but I think a combination of those through all those three and being consistent it will kind of push you through in getting and just really remembering your why as well too, why you're doing this. You okay. Know? Well, that's the vision board, right? You keep that in front of you and, yeah. and that's your why. Okay. So I know you use your calendar. Yes. Do you use a CRM? Yes. Okay. KB4. Okay. How, how do you use it? What do you like about it that helps you stay busy? Um, Squeeze pages have been a really nice help. I learned that from you guys actually and kind of making use of that. Got any listings with permission from other people's listing or within the team. Um, I can create squeeze pages through my CRM and then post them um, wherever I want. Emails, you know, text messaging, social media, um, and then using these squeeze pages, you know, people click on them and then that's how I can start getting a new database of people to contact essentially to kind of further my pipeline or further my business. Okay. How much time a day do you say you'd spend on the computer, on your CRM, your social media, et cetera, to develop your business? Mm, CRM, I would say between 30 minutes uh, to an hour. If I would say an hour, that's with me learning more. So like taking the time to watch another video and how to, make more use of my CRM, 30 minutes or less will probably be actually like doing the actual action to create it. Uh, Social media wise for like actual like Instagram or Facebook, I would take anywhere between one to two hours per day, essentially, like actually creating content. I mean, Um, because you have to redo, it's hard, you know, with reels, but it's a progress, you know, work in progress. But um it'll take about that much time. And then the rest is just really going out there and trying to like reach out and follow up and liking other people's life, obviously. Okay. That's awesome. 
what kind of things do you do to continue growing and educating yourself? Oh, well, taking advantage of what my brokerage offers. So like ongoing trainings that they offer, um, ongoing CE trainings through other vendors like title companies and whatnot. Um, constantly going to like the EXP meetings because um, they always share really good like informations and uh, bits of information up to, you know, trying to stay up to date with markets. Um ongoing meetings with you on a weekly basis, you know, with Zoom, uh, following up with my mentor or my team, you know, is honestly networking. And that's how I can kind of keep on learning because you always learn. Anybody that says that they're done and they pass training, they don't need to learn anymore. They're lying. It's not true. (laughs) I I would happen to agree with that. I've been in the business 30 years and I'm still learning stuff every day. Right. Life is, I mean, this market is constantly evolving, always changing. It's right. always new. Right. So you mentioned your vendors. You mentioned title companies and, and lenders. How do you go about building those relationships and how important are they to your business? Super important. You need to know. You need to have a wide source of like um, resources in your tool bag, essentially, in case of any any clients that you may need, need them, you know, and different options as well too because not one lender or one title company will work good for one client you know so that's why you need to keep talking to them when you go to these trainings and you get to meet these people um constantly stay in touch uh follow up see what they could do for you and what you can do for them um ask those questions you know this is a time to learn you don't know anything about loans or you know specifics or anything ask those questions never be afraid to ask questions okay so I've asked you about all the stuff you like and all the positive stuff and a little bit about getting frustrated. What do you okay. not like about this business? What do I not like about this business? Hmm. When people double confirm and they don't show up to a showing appointment. <laughs> oh God, that's the <laughs> worst. That is the worst. Or, or let's see, when, you, when a, a good realtor is doing their due diligence, and they're calling to confirm that the house is available before showing to your client. And you call literally 30 minutes prior and it was available. You show your client and they loved it. And then you put it an offer. They're like, it's under contract in less than 30 minutes. And you're like, no, because you just wasted their time. Right. But um, it's just little things like that. I mean, they're not like huge or anything. Um, but Things like that would be like little triggers just because like it's a lot, it's taking a lot of your time and your client's time. Right. Um, So I think communication is what it boils down to for me is like, if you communicate, you can avoid a lot of the issues. So being the best communicator is a huge skill set, honestly. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's one of the most important skill sets in real estate. Uh, If you're not communicating, you're failing. Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. Okay. If you could start over in real estate and change anything about what you've done so far, what would it be? So honestly, I am so proud of the way I started and I don't think I would change too much, but if there's one thing that I would change uh, in the beginning is really 
um, meeting my teammates or my team members a lot earlier on, just to really kind of get to know them in person, right? Not just like the little texts here and there, um, is actually meeting them in person, feeding off of them, learning from them, and kind of getting to know how they did it and what they did and what works for them. Um, earlier on versus like later on gradually throughout the time mm-hmm. uh, and then joining aria or any associations that's in your local area um a lot earlier because and i think it it would have just kind of like make everything go so much faster and broaden my horizons faster and i think that's that's the only thing that i would personally change okay okay that's fair enough what is one piece of advice that you would give to a new agent who's just thinking about getting into the business Let's see. Listen to your mentor. Get a mentor. Be very, very patient. Um, being willing to learn. Be willing to take on new challenges. Say yes. <laughs> um, do not be afraid to ask questions at all. You know, be honest as well. Um, and I think those would be uh, what else? Always learn. Oh my God, take take advantage of all the classes um, that your brokerage offers to you. Uh, definitely take advantage of those because those will help you so, so much. Dedicate your time to it because that would really hone in on your skill to kind of get out there and get out there. Do open houses. Don't be afraid. Okay. Awesome. Right. You know, there's, if you decide something needs to be done, you have three outcomes, right? So you do it and it works great and you're going to keep doing it the same way. Right. Or you do it and it doesn't work very well, but you've learned what to do differently. Or you do it and it's an absolute failure and you decide not to do it again. Or if you do nothing, nothing happens. So right. three out of the four, you're going to grow from. Something good is going to happen. Going out and doing open houses, going out and asking questions, those are great things to learn from. So I'm glad to hear you say that those are the things that that you advise people to do, to, to motivate people to do. Those are awesome things. Okay. Before we let you get back to work, because I know you have a, a client appointment in a little while, yes. is there anything that, that I didn't ask you that you think we need to know? That you didn't ask me? Hmm. No. I know. I just put you on the spot. I know you did. Hold Just on. part of my job. I don't think so. Okay. Nothing comes to my mind right now. <laughs> okay. Well, it's been an absolute de- delight and honor to have you come talk with me about this and to interview your first interview that I'm doing on this series, podcast series. And I really enjoyed talking to you about it. Uh, always the positive energy that you always have. I love it. <laughs> and I am so looking forward to see you continue growing in this business. Oh, thank you, Philip. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for inviting me here. I really appreciate it. It's an absolute pleasure as well. Thanks for coming. And uh, I hope that uh, hope you had as good an experience doing this as I did. I did. Thank you. Okay. So there you have it, my interview with Tiffany. As I told you at the start, she is a bundle of energy. She's an app keep herself organized. She's learned how to adjust her time on her calendar as she needs to. She asks questions. She's not afraid to say yes. She makes sure that she's calling people every day and doing her prospecting. She just keeps moving forward and she's listening to what people have to say and taking the bits and pieces that are working for her because she realizes it's her business and helping herself grow. 
one of the things I really like about what Tiffany said is she has a great relationship with her mentor. She's not afraid to ask him questions. He teaches her what she needs to know. And she really suggested that a mentor is one of the best things she's done. If you can follow in those footsteps, I think you have a great chance for success as well. So thank you again, Tiffany. It was a pleasure talking to you. And thank you all. I look forward to talking to you all again soon. In our next episode, we'll be talking a little bit more nuts and bolts, what a Realtor's Day really looks like. Looking forward to talking to you soon. Take care.